Welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm Colin Parker, one of your hosts. And I'm and as I'm your in. other host. Oh. Oh. Oops. Oops. Ooh. Interrupting. That doesn't happen in this <laughs> podcast. <is> awkward. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. And I'm James, the guest. <laughs> oh, wow. On this show, we um, are, going through, the MCU timeline. are going through the MCU timeline scene by scene until the end of time, or in, in this case, day by day. Yeah. Say it in, in historical order. In historical order. There you go. I'll, I'll, I'll edit it to be in the right uh, order. No, you won't. Until, until the end of time. <laughs> did, you, did you say until the end of time? Did I, I did say until the okay, end I'm of so time. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, because I was trying to make sure that we got everything, I think I just forgot that you said it. Yeah. Uh, Colin, here's here's what I said. I think I know what I said. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Hey, that's that's a great hey, way future to Future James, you're laughing. Yeah. You're laughing. It's just a yeah. quiet laugh. Uh, it's it's that I'm sorry, it's that laugh that is. No, I have to assure future me that I was. <laughs> it's it's that type of laugh though that there's a storm brewing. So you know, watch your ass. No, um, no, 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 no. Was it? No, no, no. Oh, okay, I was right. So go ahead. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's let's bring in our guest since we've already you know had a really fun energy oh. with him. Um, uh, yeah. Hey, what's up? Hey, James. Hey. Uh, welcome. Oh, hey. To a show that's definitely not the... half yours. Um, Thank half. Okay, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be fun! If there was a line that split this show, what percentage do you think you would have? Did you say what percentage do I think I would have? Because yeah. are you trying to subliminally? No, I said a have, like H A V E, not H A L V E. H A L V E. I don't. I don't. Colin, whatever. It's that uh, Justin McElroy thing. We each own sixty percent of the show. Oh, so that's good. Give... That's good. So we each give. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. one of us more so than the other. Though. Go ahead. Yeah, you're right. I do spend so much fucking time editing this show. <laughs> that's true. Though. That's true. That's true. I uh, spent almost no time on the spreadsheet. Uh, I well, I would okay. I will say uh, no. Never mind. That's a weird energy. <laughs> there is no. I have no animus about like ownership percentages. I just hope that that's good because I clear. do. Uh, that's good because. Yeah, I mean, you're the guest and I'm the second host, so. Yeah, so it would be really weird oh, if you had. Oh, you've, you've never had me as a guest before on a show. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing about when James and I uh, are guests together is how much we step into other people's shows and go, cool, it's our show now. Um, yeah. Thanks. I, like, I do hope that the people from Marvel Minute like us. I mean, they keep inviting us back, so they must like us. But the amount yeah. of time that I've realized that, like, the last time we recorded with them, there was a point in time where I was like, maybe we should let the hosts of the show say something. <laughs> like, yeah. I realized that James and I had been talking back and forth to each other. And I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you were like, this is what it means to be in the lion's den. Uh, this is all inside baseball stuff. And I, and I will stop that. I promise. Um, and, the, and not only is it inside baseball for I have, us, but it's like, it's, it's so bad. Thank you so much for joining us here on Timeline Scavengers. Uh, as welcome in uh, to the show again, it is always yeah. such a joy to have you here. Um, all jokes aside, James's favorite statement. Uh, it is like genuinely. Listen, here's the thing. <laughs> we we do enjoy. Um, uh, I mean, every guest that we have on the show is always a delight. Uh, but I feel but like I'm the best. Different one. flavors. Different yeah, different flavors, flavors for, for sure. sure. Everybody, welcome to the show, and we are talking today about Agent Carter, uh, and it's going to be the rest of 
uh, season one, episode six, uh, starting at 25 minutes and 20 seconds and going through the end. And then you're going to continue into season one, episode seven, starting at three minutes and five seconds and go until the nine minute on the dot marker. What? Can- I'd like to I'd like to just take a moment here to talk about this sort of uh, this is the moment this is the toughest timeline scavengers moment we've had in terms of making these episodes I think mm-hmm. um, because as Colin will say in the synopsis there's a scene with Angie yes and just Angie uh, that if you took it out makes a difference about what time it is on the show so we had to well we. <laughs> I had a breakdown about this uh, and needed to do some some re-chopping up of, of, this, of right. this episode. Um, and so th- this, I just want to, I guess I just want to say that this one scene, it's so funny because you don't often get someone, you do sometimes get someone saying, what day is it? Or, hey, what time is it? Or let's look outside and see mm-hmm. if the sun's out or whatever. Um. But this is the kind of thing that we that we go through on Timeline Scavengers. By go through, I mean like I have the experience, and then I I thrust it upon the guest and and co-host. Sure, I mean like a wet noodle. In your defense, too, it's also that thing of it doesn't happen often in uh, I mean not just the MCU, but in general. But there is a it's an interesting storytelling device. But like when you are looking at something for a chronological timeline, it's a nightmare. And what that is, is it's when you have, um, whether it's narration or just like a dialogue that is happening within a scene, which you visually leave for a moment to paint a picture about uh, the like how other people are reacting to similar bits and bobbles of that scene. Right. Just not directly in relation. And so the issue is that like what you do is it's kind of like when we won't get there for a long time, but it's like in what if when they're talking about doing the heist, right? They are talking about the plan for the heist at a different time that it actually happens. So then you go, do we cover when he's talking about it or when they're, or do we talk about this when they are technically actually doing it? But it's just that that scene is the narration for this moment, right? So it's that sort of situation where like, there's a little bit of time wibbly wobbly bullshit here purely because they are telling a story and showing different ripple effects of it but all happening yeah. not exactly meanwhile you know right. and that's why the television show 24 is the perfect show go ahead let's <laughs> let's move on with this and it's show. also why lost is the fucking worst i think um i will say though this <laughs> show wouldn't exist without without lost that's fair um and i i think that lost was great specifically chronologically lost but. sure uh, Lost was great for a while, and then I think it, it didn't necessarily jump a shark. I think it uh, jumped like the. If pup. only it had only jumped a shark. <laughs> yeah, I think what happened was they went backwards in time and jumped the pup, and it was like that was lackluster. Um, so let's get into the scene though, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I already gave the timestamp. So, and also we should move on so that we can get to stuff that uh, let's ass talk, um, which I think is hmm. fun. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I heard my name. I'm back. Don't laugh. <laughs> You're not allowed to talk yet. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just weirdly mean. Okay, here we go. Um, don't worry. We'll give the little stinker time to talk. Don't you worry. Uh, here oh. it is. And as. <laughs> uh, okay, so Yauk reports to Dooley that the agents failed to capture Carter. 
Dooley threatens that everyone there will become grade school hall monitors if Carter is not apprehended. I love that the MCU wiki included that part and not other details from other scenes. Uh, Dooley tells Yalk to babysit. I've, uh, I did it again. Ivchenko while he deals with the Carter debacle. Uh, that's the name of my uh, new pop punk band, the Carter debacle. Love that. Uh, Ivchenko <laughs> speaks to Yauk in a hypnotic tone while rubbing his ring. He tells the he tells the Leviathan operative all he knows about the Howard Stark investigation and his inventions and how to escape the building. Ivchenko then uh, trigger warning for this episode. There is uh, some stuff that happens through hypnotism so that that's heavy and it can be you know uh hard to deal with i think um yeah but um yeah so uh, it's a discussion for another time about what sort of side it is but correct we don't yeah, need to yeah. have that here yeah, yeah. Uh, so here's here's the the sentence for real though uh if Chenko then instructs yak in how he wants him to kill himself i think i think feel like that's a weird differentiator there to to say Right. I'm going away from their wording because I do yeah. think it is different. I think that those are right. separate. Um, Carter murder versus killing for sure. Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, weirdly enough, I think it would be how he wants him to murder himself. I agree. Which, as I, agree I think is actually now that now that I've gone through three different versions of, it, I think that's the correct way of saying that, and it's all yeah. because it's um, uh, 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 hypnosis um, and mind control. Uh, Carter goes to the Griffith Hotel to obtain the Blitzkrieg button um, from the wall in her apartment, which I think I've made this joke before, but that's one of my favorite songs. Blitzkrieg button. Uh, Thompson. Didn't, uh, didn't the uh, Ivchenko debacle or whatever you said? The Carter uh, debacle. And they do a cover. Yeah, the yeah. Carter debacle did a cover yeah, of for sure. uh, Blitzkrieg button. Uh, Thompson, Sousa, and a raiding party pursue. Ooh, that's. Nicely worded, though. Uh, Carter hides outside on a window ledge with help from Angie Martinelli. She evades capture. I like that. Like, this is one of the first times they've put her full name into uh, descriptions. As Carter is leaving the building, she runs into Underwood. She suddenly kisses Carter, knocking her unconscious. As she is falling, Carter sees that Underwood has handcuff scars on her wrist. Underwood draws a knife when Thompson and Sousa approach. And she tells them that she found Carter laying on the floor. Carter awakens while being brought to the car of the Strategic Scientific Reserve agents as the residents of the house stand staring. Uh, At the New York Bell Company office, I said that right, I don't know why. At the New York Bell Company office, Carter tells Dooley that she can explain it all. In the evening, when Fry wants all the residents downstairs, Martinelli knocks on Underwood's door to get her. When she enters the room, she notices it's empty. In the interrogation room, where Carter is handcuffed to the table, Dooley tells his men not to go easy on her just because she's a girl. Uh, once again, feminist ally. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on. A win's a win. Yeah, a win's, yeah hey, a win's a win, baby. Uh, okay, and then now cutting over to the uh, bit of episode seven from the same uh, season. Mm-hmm. This is from the episode titled Snafu. Not an acronym. They're just using it as a word, which is yeah, it's just a word because Disney can't say uh, fuck in it's all capronym <laughs> in Russia. 19. No, wait, we have to skip that part. <laughs> yeah, sorry, skip. sorry, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. We now have the realization that Fenhoff from a previous scene that we've discussed before is, uh, in fact, Evchenko. 
and he wants a Howard Stark invention labeled by the Strategic Scientific Reserve as Item 17. Uh, to that end, he has Roger Dooley under his thrall so that he can observe the interrogation of Peggy Carter. Carter is interrogated in three different styles. Daniel Sousa, who uses friendship, Chief Dooley, who uses fatherly disappointment, and Jack Thompson, who cites betrayal from Howard Stark. Evchenko watches with amazement as Carter calculates each man's speech with an appropriate response. When Thompson questions why he is watching the interviews, Evchenko chooses to leave then to cause a confrontation. Uh, Jakuli. What? Jakuli. This is Thompson being jealous of who who Dooley has. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, but I, I really do enjoy like all of these sequences because like I think one of the the fun things that happens in um in any kind of like thriller kind of thing you know I think that uh anytime you have people who are kind of as I don't want to say subterfuge but anytime you have a situation where everybody sort of has a secret against each other Yes. There's always a moment where that stuff sort of comes to a head, and that's where we've gotten to in this season. And right. I always find that stuff so fascinating. I mean, in a way, it's like yeah. the spy version of a Hallmark movie, right? Where, uh -huh. like, we're now at the miscommunication part. Right. So, like, how are we going to get to the part where they make up and, you know, save Christmas, right? Um, yes, James? Hold on. Spy movies? are Hallmark movies where most of the plot, they've taken the miscommunication mm -hmm. part and made it the entire movie. And it's yeah. just most of the plot. Yeah. They, they wanted to skip over the part where they're like, Oh, but like, what about your, you know, big city lawyer boyfriend, right? They're like, fuck that. Like they don't have time for the big city lawyer boyfriend. There is no big city lawyer boyfriend. That's part yeah. of the, the lie that they tell people. Right. So let's get it's to the, the misconception. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, uh, as now that I've gotten through that and ghost protocols a great. Yeah, movie. I'm <laughs> you can't wait to get to that in the MCU. Uh, I'm I am opening the floor up to you and you alone. Uh, James and I are both going to meet for the next five minutes. All uh, right. So I'm going to start the timer. Start talking about your favorite parts of these uh, these clips. Oh, you wanted me to talk about the clips. I prepared a lot about the uh, the, the different kind of fish sandwich offerings at many different local food chains in my okay. area. Hmm. Uh, James, oh, I'm area. sorry. Okay. Um, your time is not up yet. You do have to. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Sorry, uh, there's a lag. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So just to start off, um, the the whole sequence where, where Peggy has to go out of her. I'm sorry, Colin. What was that? Just James actually muted. It's very funny. <laughs> Peggy Carter outside of her bedroom window on like that little ledge outside. That whole sequence is very cool for me specifically, who is afraid of heights. Mm. Um, oh, my God. That like when she looks down and like a piece of it crumbles underneath her foot. Classic. Oh, yeah. A, a classic moment. But oh, it gives me like nausea. To, to think about it um but also in on the other hand in that scene um oh god her is her friend's name angie yeah yeah angie, angie. yeah I, I know we said it before but i was like is it angie i was yeah. doubting myself um angie finally gets a chance to show off how good her acting chops are oh, i love yeah, it for sure yeah um 
and the, the the whole sob story into Thompson's arms and everything, and he just, I who is it in that scene who's just like, don't do that. Like, it's uh, <laughs> I wrote that the, my only notes are that scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sousa says, "Oh, gee, um," and Thompson says, "Please don't do that." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's great. I love yeah, when they, men are they like fully emotions. Yeah. Uh, Mm-hmm. And, and it's and it's uni- like it's both it's hilarious because it's both Thompson and Sousa mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. which means that they're saying that Captain America would have had trouble with this too because as <laughs> we've established they are they are Steve Rogers well, so do you think though that it's two negatives if you do that it becomes a positive so he would have known mm. he would have been like it's okay ma'am come here I can do this Dorito I can console chest. you all day yeah <laughs> for sure I could console uh, Rachel. I mean uh, Angie all day. What? 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 Uh, also, Thompson says, "Please stop." And Sousa says to Fry, "Could you do something here?" Which that shit is- funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also the fact that Angie has no idea what's going on, and she's just on board to have Peggy yeah. outside the window. She's like, "Say nothing. I got it." Like, yeah. This is ride or die. That's right a. Tr- I was gonna say 100%. it's a true ride or die. Like. <laughs> Like also, Fry kind of backs up Angie. Like I don't know what Fry's deal is, but she's like she's an actress. Emotions, am I right? Yeah. Which is like Fry could throw Angie under the bus and say whatever, but she's like, no, yeah. my girls are my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's exactly I, it. She's like, I like these girls are my life. I would I would die for them. I would go to war right. for them. Like Fry or die. Yeah, mm, that's there you good. Go. Turn I, you know, I think part of what that is. So here's the situation too, and I think this is why it's like conflicting for Fry, right? Is that I think that it's that thing of she wants to believe that all of the people that live there live this pious life that she wants them to live, but at the same time, she's not afraid to be like, "Oh, I'm you know holier than thou," right? But at the same time, she does also have rules. So like. I think she's a very complex character in terms of this, For right? Sure. So like she's immediately like, Oh, Miss Carter, oh I you know, I I knew something was kind of wrong with her, right? Right. But then the second they're like, We're going upstairs, she's like, No man has ever gone past the first floor. And then like they're mm-hmm. like, Well Howard pokes his head out and like <laughs> Yeah. Uh and then they're like, Too bad and they kind of push past her. Then suddenly yeah. she's kind of back on Carter's side a little bit. Right. By kind of being like, okay, yeah. whoa, hey, what the fuck, right? Then when they find the hole in the wall, she's like, ah, back once again against uh, Carter. In the moment where she's kind of backing up Angie, I think what's funny is that she doesn't realize that she's kind of like, you know, okay, girl boss, like I'm also, you know, backing up uh, 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 Carter here, right? But really what's yeah. happening is, is she's like, you know what? Okay, look, I might not be able to support Carter, but I will say, like, she is definitely a model person, and I am yeah. not going to have her be, you know, hurt or whatever. I mean, the fact she that she knows everyone's careers, mm-hmm. she knows who the sluts are. Like, she knows wow. Angie. <laughs> oh my god! I also almost out loud just said, I almost said out loud, laugh my ass off, which is not something I've ever done. <laughs> that is fucking unhinged of me. I've never done that, and that's weird as shit. Uh, <laughs> I think it's just because I've been in so many chats recently where I've been like, I've, I'm laughing at that. I'm going to type LMAO, right? Yeah. But when I, if I type LMAO in my head, I do go laughing my ass off like to myself. So I think that's why I just did that, which is interesting. Uh, it's a weird psychological issue for me, I guess. Anyway. Mm. Uh, now, Laugh out um, loud. <laughs> L- yeah. <laughs> Lots of love. Uh, <laughs> Little old lady. <laughs> hey, uh, SMH. 
Okay. Uh, is it? No, no, no. Is it, no, no, no. Shake, shake. As, SMH, I'm always like smack my head, but it's shaking my head, right? Yeah, shaking my head. I'm always like. Oh, that's good. Every time. Yep. Max, I mean, Max does here. this thing that I really like where um, if I like yeah. say a joke that disappoints them, uh, they'll say SMH my head. <laughs> love it that's good yeah, I like absolutely that love it i do like that actually no no yeah. longer gross as asap as possible um, yeah i i just think that like the i mean again the rest of the scenes are great right yeah but i yeah, but feel there's a clear yeah. i feel like of all the scenes that we're, we're addressing i think that the there's there's two things in particular from all of this that i i, I really feel like is sort of the heart and soul i think of agent carter which is I, I know I kind of already used the term to be funny, but like the like girl boss shit, right? Yeah. Angie and just bringing the Emmy juice and like knowing exactly how to, just like we talked about in episode one, knowing a not only how to tell a good story, but also knowing these are men in the forties. They don't know how to handle women's emotions, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. play to that perfectly, right? Yeah. The only this thing that she could have. The only thing she, I'm sorry that she could have done ahead, more ahead. was uh, if, if at the end of it, she was like, and it's my time of the month. Yeah. Right. Right. Bring that back around again. Yeah. But I also wonder if she had done that, if they would have been like, yeah, wait a minute. Peggy used that one time. Hang on. You know, yeah. but like, yeah, I just listened to um, that episode today. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole episode, which I just want to point out, was written by Chris uh Dingus or Dingus um, <laughs> is about women reacting to police because because the, yeah. the other great part about this episode is um, is the uh, right is the interrogation that she that she goes through and how and how she um, reacts to each of the men sort of right. putting her in a in a separate like box, box for yeah. women yeah a different mm-hmm. binder I mean I mean she she does I mean it's also that thing of like you know. It, it like it's funny to me that like again kind of like them sort of di- I don't necessarily want to say that they're discounting her because I think that they do recognize in that moment that she was um I don't know what the word for it is like more ahead of them than they thought she was or right. in fact they never even thought she was ahead of them so the fact right. that they found out that she was ahead of them or whatever I think was sort of a shell shock but like they also don't know I think how to interrogate someone who is that way so like they're right. trying to use their ways i mean like in a way it's, it reminds me of like um you know so like they they do kind of to some extent the carrot and the stick situation just not like physically like with prop humor right like their fucking carrot top um they they do like kind of like slightly good cop bad cop worse or cop in a way but like <laughs> good top carrot top <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um that that's very uh, yep. good um, yeah but like I, I think that what happens here and it's fascinating is that like in Star Wars, right? Okay. Yep. In episode four, um, mm. there's the whole like, you know, these are not the droids you're looking for, right? Sure. Cops do this all the time, and it's like there's a literal documentary about how they basically coerced an entire uh fake um admission from someone purely because they're like, this is the story that we like the most. Right. So we're going to like basically force like this into, like we're going to fabricate this answer basically. 
right? Right. And so it's that, right? That that's what they're doing. And so like right. with uh, with other people, right? Like when they talk to the um sure. homeless man, confirmation bias. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like they they kind of do like the these are not the droids you're looking for, and he's like, yes, I'm a fool, so I will say these are not the droids I'm looking for. But then in episode one, right, he goes to Watto. And he's like, oh, you will release the boy. And he's like, hey, is that a Jedi mind trick? Right. Like, uh, you yeah. know, and that's kind of what this is. Is they're like, like, oh, you're going to tell us everything. Right. Because you know, a lot of people would have gone to Jabba in episode six. But you went, you're not, you're not like most true. Well, it's different. because I can kind of, well, I mean, I can do the Jabba accent. You can do the like, voice. You know what I mean? But it's like, <laughs> I mean, also to me, like, just because I go, oh, me, oh, no, oh, 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 right. Right. Like, doesn't right. mean, you know, fuck all to most people. Right. Um, it's like the Jedi fewer... mind trick. Oh, 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 oh. I love that shit. When like I love things that like in Star Wars where they do the thing where it's like, because like this happens in like in real language, right? Like when you're taking Duolingo, and they have something that's clearly like an American term, so that yeah. like you're in the middle of being like say habla blah 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 McDonald's, right? And then tied with bleach, right? Yeah. yeah, it's like things like that, and all of a sudden you're like, why the fuck did that have no accent? Like it's really weird. Um. And so it's Can I, real, So when he's just real, like, oh, he bought Hula, he's on a Jedi mind trick. And then you're like, what the fuck? Is the there listener, no for it? The listener does not get the the full experience of this, of seeing your face while you're doing the Jabba oh. impression. It's so good. Oh, God, Colin. Yes. That's so good. I'm not going to. No, uh, no, do, do it again. I'm I was uh, I wasn't watching. It. But like, I do have to do like the like lift the arms up and like make myself like bigger than I am. To make sure right. I have like the deep sluggy version of myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, bring me solo, by the way. Can I? Uh, something was really bugging me in Wakanda Forever. They're giving the eulogy. No spoilers. It's the first thing that happens. They say something, something, something. Black Panther, and they say Black Panther in English, and I'm like, you don't have. You don't have a word for the thing that is your avatar of your entire society. You use the English word for it. Hmm. That's a good point. You know, okay, that's a fascinating thing. Because now I'm thinking about it. Like, I mean, in in Star Wars, right? Like, the weird thing to me about that is, like, it's a made-up language entirely, right? Sure. So, like, I could kind of understand if you're going to be like, okay, this has only one sound, Right. So we can't, you know, put that for that though. That is a real life language. So that is fascinating sure. that they wouldn't. I guess that's just for the audience's like, sake. With Namor, you know? they back calculated from the Mayan language. Right. Yeah. Hmm. It's just hilarious to me that like it'd be like Jabba being like a super duper Jabba the Hut. <laughs> Nobody out Jabba's the Hut. Yes. Sorry. Uh, no, no, that's fine. It just, it, Mel Brooks the, wants his it's money. It's the but. way you said Jabba the Hut made me think of no one out pizzas the Hut. Yeah. You know how in Spaceballs yeah. Jabba was pizza the Hut? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I think we both broke our five minute rule. So, as uh, do you have more things to talk about? Oh, right. <laughs> um. Wait, hang on. I'm going to do something funny, but I have to look <laughs> okay, up the, the lyrics. I. I genuinely love when like this has happened like many times in my life, like being in like a discord call with as or something like that. And when as goes, hang on, hold tight. I'm going to do something funny or I'm going to make a joke or whatever. It always 
like it always crushes. It's it's great. It's not going to be anything. Actually. Oh no, really? Oh, <laughs> I just built you up so wow. much. Please, yeah. hey, um, as my expectations have never been high. Genuinely, don't say anything more until you have something funny to bring to the class. Wow. Uh, all right. There's um, okay. There's. Uh, I was gonna do another Star Wars thing because you know, uh-huh. you know, Yub Nub. Yeah. The Ewok celebration. That, okay, like that's sure, a, sure. it's another example of that. But I was gonna pull up like the lyrics to it, so I was saying it perfectly. But like uh-huh. it's it's just Ewok speech, Ewok speech, and then they go Darth Vader. <laughs> 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 I love that they didn't even try to put the Ewok language in. That shit's funny. Yeah, yep. Uh, mm. Anyway, back to this episode. Um, all right. I like that you said that as if it was a commercial break. And now back to our episode. <laughs> yeah. After the... Uh, it was a tangent right break. Back. Um, yep. The scene directly after Peggy's on the window and she's coming back through the domicile and everything... Uh, when she meets up with Dottie in the hallway, I was just thinking about this, that it's the situation that she is in in this episode sucks for sure. Yep. Mm. If she wasn't in this situation, she would have died right here. Yep. Yep. Like she like that would have been the end because Dottie caught her off guard. Yep. And would have killed her if. Thank God the, for the if, cops is what you're saying, right? I'm not. Mm. <laughs> I saw a TikTok Listener. that was like, "Listen, uh, I'm a cab, but in this situation, right. <laughs> I was really." <laughs> Listener, the face as made as they realized what James had just said, and how unfortunately it was technically true, but there must be a way to say no was a kind of a delectable moment for, for Do you me. remember the first annual where we had Daniel being Coulson and we had to basically have him defend policemen? Oh, no. Or they were like, a, they needed to be the voice of reason mm-hmm. about not, like, hitting the cop or whatever. Right, yes. And yeah, the, an they, the look on their face was like, we need to show restraint. Like mm-hmm. it was just really, really amazing. <laughs> Most of the uh, the rest of my notes are just kind of like small observations, so I could probably run through them. Yeah, real yeah. Quick. rapid fire. Let's go. Rapid fire. Um, yeah. I think that Ivchenko being in the interrogation room with Dooley when um, what's his face walks in, I think that that is the Jack Thompson. Yeah, Thompson. Thank you. I was I was gonna call him Sousaphone, and I was like, "That's not the right one." Um, <laughs> when when Thompson walks in, I Tom think Bone. that that is the the first instance that like do. Dooley gets a look on his face that he's like something with this Ivchenko guy is not quite right. Even though he's still like, "No, you don't have to explain yourself, Doctor." Like, uh, yeah. you're I'm on your side. The Doctor leaves, and he kind of makes a face that's like, "What." what happened here just a second ago? Like he's not fully all there. So I feel like that right. is our, our first instance of like Dooley is kind of catching on, which I yeah. like. I like that they had that scene just in there like that as a way to, to show that. Um, but Thompson's also compliant with like, all right. Yeah. Okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you know, Dooley's a boss. 
And Thompson um, doesn't know how to actually question authority genuinely. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially that kind of authority. Yeah. Where he, where he kind of wants to date him. Yeah. 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 But he's like, but it's 1946. Um, yeah. And I killed um, people. Oops. Speaking of Sousa, though, it is kind of heartbreaking to see Sousa's interrogation with Peggy because after yeah. like all of that relationship that they have that I think it's it's mostly Sousa trying to build up because yeah sure. I, like it's a lot of he's coming from a good place especially when he's like you know white knighting in the first episode but she's like I yeah. don't need that and I feel like he catches on to that pretty quickly and they have like a good rapport between them so it's gut-wrenching to see him in that interrogation scene and I actually wrote that it almost feels like Thompson and Sousa because of their experiences with Peggy do a flip-flop yeah um where it seems like Thompson is even more on her side now than Sousa for sure which is so interesting to see that dynamic I think that the that this comes from sorry James I didn't mean to cut you off I I, I had a thought as you said that that immediately uh, something that we actually mentioned in an episode that we released not long ago. Um, so by the time this comes out, it would have been a, a few weeks ago. But um, there is a th- situation in which we were talking about them going to Russia, right? And yeah. it's a thing about how this is the first time that Jack actually realizes that, like, she right. isn't just around because she dated, uh, you know, Captain America. It's actually that she is actually a really goddamn good agent and a good fighter, right? Right. And it's also this thing of, like, Sousa, I think, has always known that, but I think that it's that he's a little bit of, like, a... um, uh, What's the word for it? Like, an optimist that, like, the world is always kind of sunshine in a way. Not quite yeah, that, like but, like... Pollyanna, I, I, I think, you know, he... Rose-colored glasses. Yeah, I think he's kind of like, yeah, sure, I got, you know, uh, a shrapnel on the leg, but, like, I, I you know, I survived. I, I you know, I'm, you know... Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that he kind of feels, like... He sometimes has a little bit of pity, but like at the same time, like a lot of his stuff is like, I believe in the best in people. And so yeah. by my damn leg anywhere. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so when he I think when that image is shattered, it kind of yeah. breaks him. Whereas then yeah. for you know, uh, Thompson, who is now starting to see her as an agent, is like, oh, shit, you're even cooler than I thought, dude. Um, <laughs> you're a scumbag like me. Yeah. <laughs> But also, we've also talked about this as well, where where another reason why this is fascinating is that I don't know if it's necessarily on purpose or if they were trying to figure out if they could bring in like a new relationship for her or whatever. But there is this sort of like weird love triangle like situation between the the three of them uh, and like trying to, I guess, kind of play that out. And so I think it's fascinating that in a way, once again, bringing it back to Hallmark things, you're welcome, mom. um, This is sort of the, the miscommunication specifically between Sousa and uh, Carter. Mm-hmm. Whereas meanwhile, Thompson is the, uh, you know, busy lawyer boyfriend who actually did come into town. and was like, oh shit, actually you're right. This, this rules. This, this town kind of fucking rules. Actually. Um, I could take all these people for all they're worth. Yeah. <laughs> Lawyers. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. Ah, got them. Thank you for listening to our show. Uh, law folks. Um, Listen, um, this is all Wait. jokes. We're going to need you for both Daredevil and uh, She-Hulk. And also, in case Disney ever does go, hey, stop fucking screenshotting, like, perfectly. Like, you know, our, our shit that is technically coded, uh, stop putting our copyrighted material on the internet, and we'll go, uh, okay, quick, save us. This is fair use. I, I own nothing. Yeah. 
all rights to Disney. That's not how that hey, works, by the way. That's can I? Yeah. Can I do a quick uh, Christmas joke? Yeah, do it. Hang on, wait. Cool. Mm, yeah, that's fine. It'll be out after Thanksgiving, so yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so when he, so you're saying he's in the Hallmark movie and he actually comes to town and he's like, whoa, this is pretty good. His, his, um, his heart grew three sizes. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Thank you. Now, I ain't gonna lie to you. The boys done and messed up. They went off on a tangent and just derailed the entire show. Let's get back on track, shall we? Tangents. Let's rein, let's rein it back in. Um, okay, so we've talked about the the um, interrogation. We've talked about. Oh, I just want to say. Oh yeah. Um, the I think the interrogation scene is such a cool scene. Like I think that the Angie scene is the best scene. I would agree. On yeah. this day, I think that the interrogation scene is the most cinematic scene. Mm. Yeah. Like I feel like they were they were. I think all all the performances involved absolutely destroyed i think that the way Dooley said i'm impressed in a way i'm like oh i want to impress him yeah Mm -hmm. like it absolutely that would work on me right away i like to think that if i hadn't done anything wrong i wouldn't fall for it but i think that that probably is not true because i fell for it and i i'm not even being and that's so. that's the thing is like you know we kind of talked about this a little bit in the last episode right like with the way he, his tone hits right but like yeah. i think that like sometimes you get the line of like i'm actually impressed right but it's like they're not actually they're just saying that because they know it's kind of snide or whatever but like i do think that like in that moment he's like okay you know what you fucking got me that yeah. hey you know what real talk if i wasn't so mad at you i'd pat you on the back yeah that's crazy Right, you yeah. wild for that yeah. one, Peggy Carter. But, you know you can't say that. You know, but, but he's like, anyway, I'm gonna go kiss Tom. I mean, um, what? There's no same sex kissing in this in this episode of television that we're on. What? Did you <laughs> anyway, say? if Chenko needs to <laughs> look out my window, I guess I'll, I'll be right. The, um, I think Thompson is a better interrogator than Sousa. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think Sousa's I think um, just skill level. I think he's also too emotional. I was yeah. going to say, he's letting his emotions run rampant, and that's yeah. not yeah, yeah. a strong interrogator. I think that Sousa is perhaps a slightly better investigator. 100%. I would definitely but agree with that. I think Thompson's also a decent investigator. I here's, here's what I think it is. I think it's like, I think they're both very good at it. Again, it's kind of like the, the Captain America situation, right? Yeah. Where it's like, I think that, like, let's say you only have so many points that you can use, right? I think one yeah. of them has like five out of five on one and like three and a half out of five on the other. And then yeah. you flip that for the other two, right? Where three and three point five ain't bad, right? Like I right. think Thompson does some good uh detective work in this show. I think Sousa definitely does more of it. Yeah. And I yeah. think part of it is because again, unfortunately, like, I, I'm you know, I think that because they kind of make him mm, I don't want to say they make him because I feel like that might sound potentially ableist but like i think that sometimes he is a little bit more desk ridden simply because i think it is maybe more comfortable for him even because i think that as much as he's like i can do anything that anyone else can i think that physically he he might not necessarily be able to constantly be going right mm. but also yeah, there's definitely you know, he's mm. sorry I was, he's also i think more curious yeah right I agree. but like i think the thing is that like what we were talking about earlier about with his the way he views the world, 
it's not just that his his emotions get the better of him in this whole situation. I think that like he can't really do interrogations in not can't. But I don't think he's as good as interrogation in general because I think that he just is a guy that sort of wears his heart on his sleeve. Whereas yeah, Thompson, yeah. I think, is is very good at keeping his feelings in check. Mm-hmm. Yep. Here's absolutely. here's the example, right? I think mm-hmm. that you put Sousa on a murder case. Sousa is the kind of guy who is going to get so angry at this murderer for taking somebody's life that he is going to find all of the evidence needed to take this guy down, but put him in the same room as the guy. He's going to go off the handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if I can bring up my other uh, favorite thing that I've been watching recently, that is putting me firmly in the uh, middle-aged dad category. I've been watching Impossible. the, that's the one and then the jack ryan like tom clancy oh, like adaptation. yeah okay um i watched them last and they didn't really make sense because i was again like probably eight or whatever now they're making more sense but something i want to point out is that this character of jack ryan is is he's always like i'm an analyst or whatever and i'm always like are you gonna be like oh i'm an analyst but i'm also incredibly good at action movie stuff and they don't really do that and I'm always interested in that. And the thing is that it's because Tom Clancy has this other character whose name is like Jack John. Reacher. No, Jack Jack Reacher is Lee Child, uh, but it's a sim- oh yeah, a yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, it's hold on. Oh, I, I didn't put his last name. Jack Ryan is a uh, Krasinski right now, right? Uh, yeah. currently yes. Um. And they and again, I haven't watched that. John Kelly is the name That's of uh, so. I mean, like, you know, it's the same thing. But like, uh, they give in um, in the Ben Affleck "Some of All Fears" movie, which I thought was good. They have a John Kelly in there who's played by someone that that, that you know, but um, to be the like action, and 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 Jack Ryan's like the the thinking. So, so Jack Ryan doesn't have to. You know how James Bond is sort of like I'm a brilliant detective and also a ruthless assassin. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, so you just you know, what you were talking about with the character sheet. It's like, oh, I just. Did you guys know you can just put all the numbers all the way up to the top? Like, <laughs> no, you, no, you can't stop it. <laughs> but for this, is I think it's interesting because they they don't ever, at least in so far as I've seen, give Jack Ryan the like. I'm smart and sexy and tough and sensitive and all this stuff. They split those into two different characters, which is sort of still reductive, but uh, at least acknowledges that they, you know, it's, it's not different people as reductive, right? It's not as reductive. I think that right. that makes for more interesting characters too, because like yeah. sometimes, I mean, I totally get like for like a superhero, I guess it, it does make sense. Cause again, superpowers would make yeah. you, beyond what a human body is capable of right but like i was actually having a conversation with someone just the other day about indiana jones and about how he is this like you know sexy suave guy right but like i think that like he's an action hero but he's actually not that good of a fighter he's actually pretty shitty at it right and like the the thing about him is that he's actually just more charismatic and he's fucking smart Right. Yeah, right. And he just ends up getting himself into situations where like he's constantly either like I'm losing or I'm barely staying alive. And ju- and so like that way he buys himself time to then win in the end. But yeah. it's yeah. like, you know, 
it's it, it makes me think of, like in the scene in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark when he fights Nazis in the bar, right? The best yeah. part about that is that like even though some of them are soldiers, they're not really trained in hand to hand combat. So all of the fighting in that bar scene is like I mean it's clearly you know fight choreography and done well because there's some like stunts and like some incredible like fire shit happening. But like it is amazing how good they are at making it look like if five men who have never thrown a punch or maybe thrown a punch like twice in their life were suddenly in a room going, oh shit, I actually have to punch someone, what would that look like? And it makes it like so believable where it's not like yeah. this guy can do anything. It's like Indy, you barely got through that one, buddy. Yeah, you know, right. and it, but like it makes it so much like better and enjoyable. It's, um, it's the Harrison Ford, which he does in multiple characters, including two Jack Ryans. Mm-hmm. When he punches someone, he does. MacGyver also does this. Yeah. He punches mm-hmm. and like he's like ah. Yeah. But Harrison Ford adds the my follow through is to fall over. Right. Like, well, it's like he leans Harrison back Ford, too I'm, far. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's classic. Yeah. He like kind of like stumbles a little bit, and then yeah. also like again like just one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I think in any movie ever in Raiders of the Lost Ark when they get jumped. And uh, there's a guy with a scimitar, and you're like waiting for like a big fight sequence. I know sequence, exactly what and you're he's talking like, about. Boom! Just pulls a gun and shoots him, and immediately puts. I it was back gonna in bring his... up that exact scene. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. that shit fucking gets me every time. Like, goddamn, is that a good? Uh, and funny enough, it's he was supposed to fight him, and he had a dysentery, and so yeah. he couldn't do it. So they fucking did that, and it ended up being for the better. I'd Incredible. always heard about the like Harrison Ford was barely you know yeah. he was clenching the whole time and so he needed the scene to be over yeah i recently heard the story about how that dude had been training for six months to get all the sword stuff right mm-hmm. hilarious and they're like all right take all right all right brent take care um we don't need you anymore you've been shot but also Sorry. like you know a, <laughs> can i get a prequel yeah no, no, no. i just think that they didn't have the budget for enough indiana jones pants so they were just like, <laughs> let's not kill Harrison Ford, you know? Um, um the last thing I um Ah oh, crap. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ah oh, crap, I don't remember. Oh, well Michael B. Jordan is playing uh John Kelly in Without Remorse, which is on some oh, channel. Yeah. Um, but so Michael B. Jordan from the MCU is playing that other character in the movie. Um, just a question that I'm going to pose now out loud. And I would love for on some other day, James or someone in the comments to hit me up on this. Uh, where does Rainbow Six Siege uh, fall into the MCU? Uh, just to get some more Tom Clancy bullshit going on. Uh, let me know. Rainbow Six is the Rogue Squadron. Of the Tom Clancy universe, I, I know. I'm just saying, let's yeah. so, so so we can think about it in that regard. Oh, so oh it's okay. Like, uh, I was like, I was like, yeah. Hey, also, did you know that he uh, was born in Baltimore, Maryland? I just found that out literally just now. That's Tom crazy. Clancy. Yeah. Oh. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Did you know that he's in uh, uh, at least three John? What's the jo- what's the guy from Baltimore that makes those horrible? Not horrible, like John um, Waters. John Waters, yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna start the joke over. Did you know that he's in at least three different John Waters movies? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, no, I didn't. That's crazy. Whoa, oh yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. Wow. he is. And that's wow. the joke. I have no follow up. Good. Uh, unlike Harrison <laughs> Ford, you knew how to stop. Um, 
Right. Uh, okay, as. Yeah. Uh, um, before before I ask you the final question of the episode, is there anything else that you would like to talk about? Yeah. Um, she, Peggy had no reason to just not right away be like, we want Dottie. But she waited till the end. She could have just been like, Dottie. Dottie is at the right. place right now. Go get her. <laughs> I know Dottie that she had lawyer. to. Do she you had think they to have asked. I mean, oh, yeah. asked. I'm sorry. Do you think they would have listened, though? No, she had to earn their trust for sure, but she could have at least said the name sooner. Been like, listen, keep interrogating me here. Get somebody out there on Dottie. Like, yeah. For sure. I, if yeah. it was me, I would have been like, Dottie, 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 Dottie. We got to go. Dottie, Dottie, Dottie. Come on, come on. Dottie, 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 sorry. Dottie, sorry. Dottie, sorry. Dottie, Yaddy, 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 Yaddy. We're going all TikTok today. James, what's yeah. one more? I did the Dottie, Yaddy one. Yeah, I was repeating it. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I took credit for your joke. Uh, okay, uh, then as what's one more? <laughs> um, uh, that, uh, Come on, TikTok star. Daddy, what did you just call? Nudie. Hang on, did you TikTok call me star? T- I thought you. T- I thought you said TikTok czar for a second. I was like, that's <laughs> sure. Okay, look, come on, TikTok czar. Um. Dottie, wake up. I don't I, like yeah, this. Ding, 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 yeah, ding. Hey, yep, there we go. It. Show me Dottie, you, wake up. Bing. What is dragon? Can you um, edit out all the hard time that I had to think of that? Sure. And I, and I know that by asking that, you're not going to edit mm, it out. So smart. that was me. That was me putting the joke in it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was the last thing that I uh, that I had for for notes wise. But I've got a, a fucking surprise for you boys. I have a hostion. Am oh, I allowed to do what? that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. We created cool. the vocabulary. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> the word. All exists. right. I thought of this while on the call. OK, this is for both of you. If if the podcast police were coming for you and mm-hmm. you found your partner standing on a ledge outside your window would you cover for them and how would you cover for them what's the story what would you tell the police that the other one is doing the podcast police the pp yeah <laughs> okay so just to, just to clarify when we say like our um partner we're talking about like james is my partner and yes yeah okay, cool um wow no i mean listen i just want to make sure that we're like we weren't talking about just like a in are we in a fight right now no no no, no. well because here okay. here's my thing uh not to be uh like what's the word for like destructive of the of the comment hmm. technically um you know, Angie is not like in the SSR, so they're not like partners right. in terms of like but, crime right. fighting. You know, and so that's why I just want to make sure that they're like, partners in crime. You know? Well, I guess this is technically crime, right? Um, although there is no crime really, but like anyway, uh, crime of passion, perhaps. Um, but because uh, my yeah, it doesn't matter. No, for sure, I would, I would, uh, I would always cover for James, and that's why I wanted to specify because like if it was like. Oh, it could be just like any random person or whatever. I'd be like, I'm probably not going to risk my safety necessarily, you know, for just like someone that I don't really know. Um, just because James, I have other people the, I have to think about. James, the I think. Sting, the sting operation was a success. We got him to be genuine. We got him. 
<laughs> uh, no, but I, I, I would definitely, um, you know, do what I could. Uh, I, I, I think I could bring the Emmy juice. Um, I mean, you know, I, I, I did theater, uh, for many a year. I still do voice acting stuff. Um, I think that like, what are we having? An issue I just, with Emmy no, juice? I just, I just like that. You're comparing your skill set to Angie's right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I listen not to be cruel to Angie. Oh, hold on, I'm gonna get Lindsay Fonseca on the line. Just keep talking. Sure, I would argue <laughs> that I have, considering we don't know what her resume is, I would argue that I've done about as much acting as Angie has. No, I'm sure oh. of this, but I just thought that that's a really funny way to take the question: is be like, well, my skill set and hers are very similar. <laughs> I don't see why they're not. I mean, like, what do you want me to do? Talk to the podcast? No, I'm not saying say, I'm that they're edit not. You out. I'm going to edit you out so James can get away. Clipped. You're clipped. Keck W, get out of my chat. Not Pog Champ. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like. And I'm on the ledge saying the same. Yeah. And they're like, wait. I go, wait, was that James? No, that was that was, um, that was was me. That was a sound uh, alert. Uh, yeah. Exclamation mark A. Uh, anyway. Um, uh, exclamation mark uh, Popcat. Uh, anyway. I love that you and I both did that, and James is just like rubbing his forehead at that moment. I think it was happenstance, but it yeah. was like it was perfect timing for you and I to know exactly what that was and make the sound. And James just be like, "What is fucking happening?" <laughs> yeah. No, but I I do think that like I mean, but there's that. I feel like I could, uh, maybe not even necessarily having to do the Emmy juice shit. I think that I am good enough. I think at lying, um, to be able to weave some mm. sort of story just to simply be like no james i mean james was here but i could tell you exactly where james went or whatever like you know if he's really like a danger like i would i could t you know give all sorts of you know shit that's really a false lead or whatever i think i could get people to get off james's back all right um so yeah that's my thought um i would i i mean listen ride or die for sure i would I would put my life on the line for James any day of the week. Oh, wow. And I think it's going to suck because I think James is about uh, to not say the same, but it's also okay. I understand he has a wife and kids to think about. I've got. Ride or die. I hardly make it out of the house anymore. <laughs> I've made my choice. Um, it's the die one. Um, so, no. Um. I did remember something I wanted to say that is related to this. Yep. And that is that I think that actually Sousa and Peggy's uh, relationship could be helped by this. Um, her not being on a pedestal anymore is kind of a reset for like. For, for him at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I think also for her not knowing that she's that if he continues a friendship oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever that it's not because like he has a crush on her or whatever it's she know he knows flaws and all like what's he up still has, yeah yeah around. yeah uh and also i want to i want to the mild spoilers i want to watch susa as he transitions into another television program <laughs> uh and see if they maintain true. his like true his whole his whole deal um his simp simp simphood yeah exactly simp son something um so uh i'm gonna now segue into the answer to this question thank by, god gonna, i genuinely thought you were gonna use that to avoid the question i was like wow 
That kind of <laughs> fucking sucks for me. Oh no. <laughs> I would you Colin on the ledge, you would hear nothing. Uh, but I would be silently being like, he's right out there. No, um No, uh I'm gonna segue into this by saying uh saying this confession. I watched a TikTok one time where this guy was running from the police and the police officer was like, hey, grab him. And the person didn't. And I was like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, that, yep. Okay, I see I see the logic behind that. Mm-hmm. After the fact, you know, TikTok runs a couple times and then I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't actually have to. So that's that's a thing I'm bringing to this uh, to this conversation. Um, I think the other thing is that I'm I also have theater experience. I I, I think I trade largely on empathizing with the character um, more so than cre- creating a creating a space of a lie sort of deal. I think it's hard for me to directly lie to someone because I think I do the heart on the sleeve thing. Mm-hmm. And and you talk on your ear, um, right? Yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, he's not out on that ledge right there. That one, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that I have been have been uh, weakening with my chisel so that part of it falls off. <laughs> that would be the um, wildest plot twist in this entire series if we found out that Angie had sabotaged her ledge <laughs> because she had the forethought to think Peggy's going to be out there. <laughs> You know, Angie Magia Nelly. I, I, oh, that's good. Uh, you know what? I also just remembered that we said, I think that we would, uh, allude to in this moment and we, uh, didn't. But if you'll recall, when she first moved into the apartment, there was someone who was kind of stalking her, and we are led to believe yes. that they're about to leap in through her window. Yes. And they set up in like episode two, I think it was, that there is a yeah. ledge out there. By having mm-hmm. the girl next door on the other side of uh, right. of her apartment have her boyfriend shimmy up a pole and uh, you know right. try and get into the room, and, right. she, and that yep. that happening did establish the ledge and got rid of that girl for Dottie to move in. One hundred percent, yes. Those are the two things that like love that kind of yeah. writing where you're like, whoa, that uh, that did some double duty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, in the in conclusion. I I want to believe that I would cover for you. I also have a natural sort of if you walk up if you walk up to a group of people and they're like, oh, "Right, James," I'm I'm never agreeing to whatever it is, even if it is something that I agree with, because I I'm, I live in such fear of being tricked, and so. I think that I would struggle with it. And I think that that struggle would be incredibly telling for the police watching me, having asked me a question about where you are. Mm -hmm. So I want to say that I would cover for you and I would lie for you. I have every intention of it. But if we're in a realistic situation, I worry that you would be uh, immediately exposed. And I apologize for that. That's just who I am Mm -hmm. as a person. And I'm being really vulnerable right now. So I need to know you're you're not mad at me for, okay, thank you. What? Wait, that felt sarcastic. No, no. Okay. I mean, I'm just. I, I think you're very brave for at least trying. <laughs> you're very brave. Nice. Uh, um, no, but it's it's a tough thing because, like, I want to say, like, hell yeah, of course. But you find yourself in that situation, sure. and it's I, like, I oh, that. yeah. Hmm. I mean, I will say, 
if there were people like with like guns like to my face, there's also a possibility that like as much as like I could tell a lie, but like if I'm suddenly like, oh, my life's in danger. You never know until you're physically in that situation if you're not suddenly like, well, uh, I've just pissed my pants and he's on the ledge, right? And they're like, why did you say the first part? And you're like, because it's true. Please put it's, the gun I'm, down. Full, um, full, full disclosure. disclosure. Yeah. Full piss closure. My, just like my bladder, full disclosure. Like, mm-hmm. I have downloaded into... Um, <laughs> no one commented this. on full piss closure and I need some. Oh, I didn't to, hear it. Oh, okay. I didn't that was, hear that's it. good. I said, good. I said full yeah, no, piss closure and like I needed... Yeah, thank you. Good. No, that's you, a good you, thing you said. Thank you hit the P... Really lightly, which is <laughs> you, you hit the P much like how you hit a yeah. D. Mm. Oh, uh-huh. oh, okay. Let me the, try that the, sentence again. The P left the D. <laughs> anyway, now that I've made you boys say some nice things to each uh, other, uh, <laughs> uh, I I think Welcome that's everything we have though for this episode. <laughs> so James, instead of kicking it over to you to. Yeah. Uh, you know, open up the Stark vault and steal something. Yeah. I think that we should kick it over to our guest, As, and have As recommend a show. Uh, Guests from now on called Subcontractors. Yeah. What? They're going to, I'm subcontracting the breaking into the Stark okay, vault yeah, yeah, to yeah, As. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'll recommend a show to you since we were talking about it earlier. I'll, I'll talk about It Jams for Thee. Which is a uh, a yearly Space Jam review and appreciation podcast hosted by myself, Colin here, uh, as well as Sid, Tay, and Dan. You may know from elsewhere on the network. Uh, we watch Space Jam every year and talk about how good it is, and nothing else. We never talk about if it's bad because it's not. Right. Right. Um, nothing about Space Jam is bad. Hmm. So that's going to do it for us for this week. As thank you so much. Looking forward always to podcasting with you well into the future. Um, so thank you for being here and talking with us about Agent Carter season Yay. one. Yay! We'll talk to you very soon about Agent Carter season two. I got to watch it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a fun little like mystery thing at the beginning of the season. Um, but that's gonna do it for us for today as always i am james anderson i'm colin parker and i'm as excelsior My name is Trevor Collins, and I love the unknown. I'm Alfredo Diaz, and I'm easily frightened. This is The Red Web, a podcast all about unsolved mysteries, true crime, conspiracies, and the supernatural. Each episode, Trevor sets out to scare me half to death, dropping little nightmares like it's no big deal. Pretty much every episode features a new mystery left to be solved. We will discuss the timelines and the facts of each case, along with popular theories that attempt to explain what's going on. Alfredo will be bringing speculation and questions as he hears these stories for the first time. Man, tons of stuff. Like, what's the hidden purpose of this website? Who's been leaving clues to an endless puzzle and why? What happened to the man in the dark suit we discussed earlier? And is this world really going to end in September? 
Trevor, you can't keep doing this to me, man. <laughs> the thing is, I can, and that's what we do here. And if you love unsolved mysteries like I do, and certainly like Alfredo does, subscribe to Red Web today wherever you listen to podcasts.